Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Matthias Pills, Colin Matter, Elise, Brittany Wilson, Terry G. Moore, Struggle Bus, Matt Lowry, Michael Merwin, Case, and Timu Halashiru. Thanks for helping us climb this oppressive tower. On, on a particular uh, pole, mm-hmm. there's a black ribbon. And you know what that means. It's time to go to the meeting point. You've got your next mission. Hmm. Far off on the other side, one I'm going to say the eagle-eyed uh, fix, looking mm-hmm. around, always looking for danger. Oh, yeah. Notice the slow pace of an high elf, uh, elf hero woman. Mr. Mr. Winter, Red Row, Mr. Winter, Red Row, he, he purchased it. He purchased it, ma'am. He, please, please. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Fanable.com Podcast Network, where we're going to the world of uh, the Spire. Yeah. I like that. I like also that you used your uh, ASMR voice. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Spire. The Spider. I'm Delilah. (laughs) Hey there, Delilah. How's it like in New York City? Oh, wait. I love Delilah at night. No, it's nice. Guilty pleasure. So, The Spire is a RPG by. Uh, Fanable, well, we at Fanable love his stuff. Grant Howard and Christopher Taylor, too late. Uh, friend of the friend of the podcast. podcast. Friend of the podcast. I'm gonna say friend uh, of the podcast. Like, you know, we you, at Fanable know. love his stuff. He has no idea who we are. <laughs> Welcome everybody. To, if we like, have time, we might bring him on. But uh, that's a, I think we Kevin, might have to bump him. Yeah, yeah. I think Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith has is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. The Spire, if you can guess, is a takes place in a fantasy world, specifically in a place called the Spire, a kilometer long and say a couple of meter or so wide, I'm not sure if it was specific, to, does dimensions change on occasion because the spire is weird? A tower. The tower that was originally over a century ago owned by the drow, a race of humanoid elven creatures with dark skin that literally burn in the sun. Until a century ago when the elfer, the high elves, but they're really called elfer, and if you call them high elves, they may get annoyed, come in, came in and basically took it from them. They are powerful, magical users and who arrogantly believe that they are the most powerful beings in the world and deserve everything. And or there was is, something about the Spire they, they just loved. Is, is, is being truthful and honest <laughs> really an arrogance, though? I mean, if, if they are superior, then they're superior. No, that's fair. That's fair. And in that century, there has been... dead when I got there, officer. Yeah. <laughs> and in that uh, century, there has been a growing resistance to Alfier control, the drought trying to gain their home back from the their oppressors. Eventually, organized to a, a group called the Ministry, or the Ministry of the Hidden Mistress, a organization of individual cells who go in and basically try to cause a ruckus in the spire, trying to remove Alfier control. As one good example given to me by our friend Billy over here, uh, you guys are the McKee fighting off against the Cardassians. So... <laughs> Yeah, so are there drow who, inside? This, uh, so are there drow still in the spire, or are there just high elves in it? No, there's still drow in this. Most of the places taken over by is has drow in it. So we're servants. You're servants. Well, you're considered servants. Yes. And for yeah, you people are anyway. who aren't virgins, what? what? What's the, what? What do the Cardassians have to do with anything? Cardassians. You know, we said Cardassians. <laughs> you said a bitch. I mean, like. Are we, which Kardashian are we up against? Because, I mean, like... I'm assuming... I'm going to do the like one it. thing that uh, will get David on the defensive. Mm-hmm. I don't really think Cthulhu is that much of a, <laughs> I mean, is it a pillow? <laughs> Cthulhu? What is that? It sounds like a pasta. Yeah, no, <laughs> Jesus and there was blood. No, no, yeah. So yeah, so basically you guys are fighting an overwhelming force, You and the only way you can fight is through the shadows. You're essentially a terrorist cell. Yeah. yeah Doing are. what you must to fight the monsters. Yes. And the reason that – so it's important to – because you, you brought this up when we Shoot. were talking about it. It's important to recognize that um, the spire is surrounded by other lands. Yes. And that land is occupied by more drow. Yes. But those drow are currently uh, embroiled in a really bloody civil war. Yes. So that's why no help is coming to mm-hmm. the spire. And honestly, most of them probably wouldn't consider helping because the high, the Elfir are powerful beings. Mm-hmm. So they are. It, there's a risk reward analysis, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're too busy fighting each other. Hey, you guys are good." Yeah. Even yeah. if one of the families was able to take the spire, they would be weakened enough that they would be attacked immediately exactly. by the other families and all consumed. So no one wants to risk their hold yes. for a spire. Yeah, it's very much a, well, that sucks for the uh, drow on the spire. Kind <laughs> yeah. of. Yep. There yeah. is no drow left on the spire. They're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like in this world, like because you're, oh, let's use another example. Uh, 
the Rebels versus the uh, I can't really forget the name. The Empire. I know. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Never heard of it. They're in Star Wars. But yeah, so basically, and basically, your resistance cell and. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, the Cardassians. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. You're saying. So, so let's go around the table and describe your characters a bit. Starting from my left. Hey, everybody. This is Dave, and I am playing. The Carrion Priest, Gash, a Carrion Priest in the setting of the Spire, is a uh, faithful follower of the goddess Charnel, who is a death god, uh, primarily with, I believe, um, passing over from life to death. Uh, and I, as a Carrion Priest, get a hyena. I chose the class that comes with a pet. And my hyena's name is Sweetness. And of course, Sweetness and I go around the upper levels of the spire, the dangerously close to the death-bringing sun rays during the daytime, and we assist in our cult's daily activities, mostly with you know blessings and lots of burning of sage and such, but also begging for alms from uh, from drow passerbys and secretly working for the ministry. And my job with the ministry is, contrary to my uh, character's somewhat stoic and soft-spoken nature, is a leg breaker. He is a tough son of a bitch, uh, especially for a drow. And he and Sweetness are known to, uh, to do certain jobs such as uh, find renegades uh, that have crossed the – not magistry, I'm sorry, what are they called again? The ministry. Uh, ministry, uh, ministry and bring them back in for justice to assist in protecting certain areas that may have uh, befallen a different ga- – because there are gangs and stuff yeah, like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, so basically I go, I go rough up people who think they can rough up the ministry. Mm-hmm. Do we ask for some – uh, do we ask for some tithes from people who we protect? Sure. But it's not like a shakedown of the people that we're defending them from. It's a religious offering. It's religious. It's fine. Your tithe is two days late, Miss Johnson. <laughs> and actually, there uh, on that particular day, mm-hmm. uh, and you, it is the day. Mm-hmm. Because that, for whatever reason, you can't work at night because one of the elf decides it's time for most of the elf to go up and just stare at the moon because they want to. So you can take care of the, ga- the dead in the day. That's not going to be a problem for you, is it? Yeah, no. Okay. okay. So you're there fully cloaked and mm-hmm. Sweetness is lapping up the last of the blood of one of the people you're bringing to rest. Mm-hmm. And as you're there, she, she continues – she or he or she? Sweetness. She. Yeah. She continues leaking the blood and you – and as you're looking around, you notice on, on a particular uh, pole, mm-hmm. there's a black ribbon. And you know what that means. It's time to go to the meeting point. You've got your next mission. Hmm. All right. Come along, girl. <laughs> and you go off. Next. Hey, everybody. This is Billy. And I'm playing uh, Lichen. That's all my name is. It's like the fungus that grows in the dark. It spreads out everywhere. It's needed, but otherwise overlooked. I served my Elfer masters to the best of my ability, for much like Gash, they are a religion to me. They are a perfect being, and they are a perfect being forcing themselves for the benefit of the drow to remain in an unclean spot called the Spire. And... I love them so much, I realize that it is my duty to extinguish them from the Spire so they may escape the corruption that has plagued the drow. And I do this for love. And I, uh, and I mourn everyone that I must kill. But I will save the High Elves, especially from themselves. Because I love them. I wear a mask as the Hell High Elves have decided that the the visage of the Dark Elves is to be uh, is too unclean for their eyes. So I always make sure to wear my mask, and it used to be a very delicate mask made from the finest porcelain that shined 
in the moonlight, and my master, my mistress, the siren of the northern lights, would comment how my mask would always shimmer the brightest within her gaze. But now my mask has changed to that of a face of a... It's leather. Leather, yes, it's leather. It's, a, it's an old leather that is stretched out, and it looks of a face, a drow face. It might be described as a beautiful drow face, but not anymore. Oh, no, not anymore. <laughs> but I, right now, that my lady has decided that my service to her is unneeded and unwise moves, but move, but I, I accept her misguided attempt to protect me from her beauty. I work as an information gatherer for the people of the Spire. I help find cheating spouses and violent criminals because us drow are unclean creatures. And because of my ability and my time spent serving the Great Ones, I am sometimes tasked to help the... Minister? Ministry? Ministry. 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 They find me peculiar. Then they sometimes whisper that they fear that my dedication to the cause is anything but unpure, but it's their dedication is that is unpure. They hate the drow, but I, they hate the high elves, but I love them, but they cannot know that I love them, so I must pretend I hate them. Yes, I hate the, the high elves and their beauty and their perfection, and I will continue to serve the ministry to give them the information they need to drive the high elves from our corruption, our home. Lycan, you're actually there in the you're in the blue port near the bazaar that's just outside the range of the spire. Now the spire there is a massive spire, but out, just a bit outside there is the rest of the city that kind of surrounds it. And you're in there in the bazaar dealing with an Azerite named Granor. And Granor, you are having a talk and you're exchanging the usual amount of information. He's you're giving him what he wants. You're getting information you need for your next mission, whatever it may be. What's an Azerite? Yeah, what, what, uh, what is that? Azerites are basically. Sort of like a, the merchant class of right. this or yeah, of this world. You're gonna need to let us know when that's done. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. I've been was, reading this book a lot. I immediately thought of a dragon. <laughs> I, I was gonna let it dragon. go. I was gonna let it go until it became a crucial part of the game two hours from now. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, hey, anybody know what this guy is? <laughs> so there's there's basically the merchants of this world. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Uh, we are exchanging. Uh, we're exchanging. Uh, I'm giving him some goods. He's giving me some information. Yeah. Yeah. And as you're there talking, you look to your left, and you notice that on the because you're in front of a stall, and on one of the stalls, you didn't notice it before, or maybe someone just put it there, there seems to be a black ribbon. It's time to go to the meeting point. I turn it briskly, bow my head, of course, in a... We're not done here! Oh, we are always done, so keep your goods. I will come back for the rest of my information, and do not, do not follow the corruption and keep it from me. We've made a deal, and we can still be bound by honor if we try our best, so I will be back for you! And I... Briskly turn around, my cloak flapping in the wind, and I just storm off towards the alleyway. Hell of a damn! It's a lot of pressure for a cake recipe. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, it is high of cake. I'm getting. Yep. And next, uh, hey guys, this is Dan, and I am playing Fixstar Duskrin, uh, aka Fix. And uh, I mean, let's start off first with uh, fuck that guy. Right? <laughs> I mean, that guy, that, that, uh, that, uh, lichen, uh, that mushroom guy, whatever. Fuck that guy, right? I mean, he is, he's clearly, uh, an elf lover. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the only one who sees this, right? Uh, anyway, uh, look, sometimes, uh, things fall in the cracks, right? Things, uh, you know, they, they, they go into the sewers, they go into the tunnels, they, they fall in there, and some of us, we go around and we find it. We go through those tunnels because, <laughs> guess what? Those stupid little elfer, they, they're too good to go into the tunnels where the real wisdom is. That's where we keep the good stuff. <laughs> and they sure as hell ain't getting it because the good stuff is what's going to get us back on top. Because this is where we're supposed to be. Spire, this whole thing, everything, it's ours. It's ours. They know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. But they just... Anyway, fuck those guys. Point is, look, I'm what you call a Vermissian sage, which means I'm very wise, fuckers. I'm very, very wise, and I know all the secrets of this town, all of them. And whatever I don't know, look, I know where I can find it. There's books, there's uh, hidden screeds, there's uh, signs, there's... Uh, there's a cat. There's a cat, and it talks to you. Um, you don't want to meet the cat. 
I don't want to meet the cat. Look, um, point is, some people have been working with these, uh, with the elf here, and, uh, th- those people are stupid, and they'll see the, they'll see the light soon enough. Because those of us who've been true to the ministry from the beginning, people like me, we're the ones that are going to save this city. And we're, and by save, I mean, we're gonna tear it fucking down and bring the roof on to their heads, and it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna watch the whole thing, I mean, from the tunnels. We basically have windows everywhere. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Uh, you're all invited, by the way. It should be next week, Friday, by day. Can you make it? Alright, great. Okay. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, uh, as you're actually leaving one through one of the doors, that yes. l- yeah, as you're actually heading towards uh, one of the doors that you know is going to lead to the vault, mm-hmm. you prepare to open it up. And you notice, as you look at the doorknob, that around the doorknob, there's a black ribbon. It's time to go to the meeting point. Ah, great. So, Tuesday again? Yeah. And you also <laughs> wonder, how did you know that you were going to use this door? It's a ministry. They know. <laughs> because we're actually, you know, pretty good at what we do. Yeah. Yeah. You guys head off. You guys all head off towards the al- algae farms, where a vast majority of the food for the people in Aspire is created. You, uh, unsurprising, it is algae. And actually, that's nothing bad, because that's usually the drow diet. Mm-hmm. Algae, some stuff is insects. That's your delicacy. That's what you like to eat. Alpha, not so much, but fuck them. Mm. They're lucky that the thing that we like to eat is also the cheapest <laughs> exactly. thing that they could make. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. that's convenient. <laughs> And there, and you're actually going to, uh, you're passing, passing by numerous different people. Uh, you see the vast vats of these huge tubes with the help of the technology from the humans. Uh, what used to be just wide ranges of like just flattened, um, waterworks for the algae has become like these giant tubes and silos that makes the food creation so much simpler, so much more efficient. And a little bit more bland, unfortunately. Just a little bit more bland. There's none of that flavor of hard work in the algae anymore. There's no more shrimp lice that you can taste. <laughs> And you go down a quarter, and you go to a a surprisingly empty portion of the algae farms, like a, a small side room that you assume used to be used to store, like, maybe some tools and stuff, but it's not just bare. And it looks like no one has been in there for a while. Uh, who goes first? Oh, yeah, my character will do absolutely. Uh, hey, this is Billy, and uh, Lycan walks right in wearing his grotesque drow mask mm-hmm. and he just finds a corner and leans into it um kind of almost vanishing into the shadows yep but you can still see his feet yeah and there's a couple of chairs but like i said it's mostly bare who comes next uh i'm gonna say uh from uh from a vent near the sort of the ceiling of that area uh there's the glint of a crossbow bolt uh from just a little bit of light and it's aimed right at like on just watch <laughs> From the shadows, since I cannot be ambushed or surprised, you hear, pull the trigger. <laughs> Give in to the corruption if you want. Prove me right. And then they click, click, and like, <clears throat> jumps out of the vent, flips over, lands down. God damn it, next time. And just, loved if you he just, just puts away, put, yeah, puts away his, uh, his crossbow. <laughs> this is, this is, this, he's been doing this for like the past week or so, <laughs> just constantly like from, like from hiding, like, <laughs> Go ahead, pull the trigger. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I beat. Jesus Christ! I wasn't being God, serious. You asshole! Damn, I just started this character. It took me two hours. Is, is that all my blood? <laughs> it's supposed to be inside me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, and then um, uh, the sickly sweet smell of uh, homemade incense for uh, Charon, the god of carrion. Uh, wafts in the air as around the corner my tall, uh, stoutly framed drow comes uh, walking with a steady gait and purpose, adorned in thick leather religious robes, and his war maul uh, is uh, he's holding he's holding the handle of it, and the maul part is dangling on the chain, but it also doubles as a uh, incense burner and he is swinging this massive maul side to side as he walks and behind him trots uh, behind him trots sweetness who seems rather ambivalent about the surroundings yep. and as sweetness comes in uh, behind you mm. oh yeah so sweetness comes in behind you you were there you see the two uh, your two allies mm. have you guys worked with each other before 
We know of each other. Yeah, yeah. We, we know of each other. Yeah, so. we have a couple bonds between us all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fix, sure. Fixa usually wears like a like a mask over his uh, not like a proper mask, but just like you know uh, a cloth or whatever over a his bandana. mouth. Yeah, bandana yeah. basically over his mouth and nose. And mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as Gash comes in swinging the incense, he just like pulls it up a little bit tighter, <laughs> yep. and, like wrinkles his nose. Yep. Uh, as you walk in, you notice Sweetness suddenly become very alert and go to one of the corners of the room and to what looks like a section of the wall that she, that she starts tearing into. Mm. And you realize that unlike the rest of the wall, this one seems like a sort of plaster and she's ripping it apart. Hmm. And as she's ripping it apart, you notice, all of you suddenly notice the smell that she probably did, the smell of rotting meat. And she goes in and mouths it and just rips it out and you realize it looks like a, a hand, the hand of a drow. But attached to the hand is what looks like a small bag. And she's just chewing into the hand. Good girl. Hmm. Well, I lift up the uh, lift up the note. I pull away from pull away from sweetness. A note, or was it a just a bag? bag. Oh, a bag. But inside Excuse is a me. note. All right, I open it up. Hand delivery. <laughs> and I'm assuming you read it. Yes, but it's not great handwriting. <laughs> All right, uh, how do I attack? It's on all my blood. That's finger food. <laughs> so there's two notes. The first one says no. <laughs> no puns allowed. Aww. New world from the magistrate. Stop the puns. Yep. Immediately. <laughs> so the first note reads. So the second note, the first one saying no, says. The f- <laughs> New rule. No puns. <laughs> She's like, well, that's it. I'm siding with the other. Well, fine. We'll follow the letter of the law. <laughs> just like a thousand bolts go into me and I just die. I'll make a new character now. <laughs> Don't make it past getting the letter. I love the fucking TPK. <laughs> All, right, All right. So the second letter. Right. Approximately one day ago, an object was brought in by Sky Whale from the kingdoms of the Knolls to the south. What is a Sky Whale? It is basically a giant insect-like creature that's that's used by people, merchants, travelers to travel between places, but over the air. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of close to what it sounds like. A yeah. sky, not a whale, yeah, but, but yeah. it's, a big blo- it's a big bloated bug. Exactly. A sky whale owned by a drow named Strayan. Strayan is a well-known trader, and this is not uncommon. What is odd is that a different team has determined that one of the objects in Strayan's possession is of some importance. A large black metal box about the size of an adult torso. The contents of the box is unknown. <laughs> They're so broken. <laughs> That's how we do measurements. <laughs> <laughs> the size of a torso. And about how many three torsos, torsos long. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with our society? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Dave. You know, I'm I'm this is a serious game, but I just love you know, the idea that we measure in hey, torso. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was me a couple of coins. How many coins? Uh, like a bag of dicks. Like a bag of uh, phalluses that you ripped screaming from a guy who like, you know, wouldn't worship your god. Three oh, screams yeah. or two. Three uh, screams is two. Three screams. He's in pretty deep. He's in pretty dick bag deep. I gotta say, you gotta stop betting on the ponies. And by the ponies, I mean those giant bug things that fly. <laughs> the context. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so this is a torso long. Yeah, okay, torso long. The contents. The contents of the box is unknown. But there is some interest in it from the Elfir, and that makes us interested. Head to New Heaven, speak with Strayan, and do whatever you must to obtain the box before the Elfir do. Girl. Yeah, so you know that you know New Heaven is basically the top of the spire where you do most of your work, David. Mm-hmm. Or Gash. Mm-hmm. And that's also, yeah, where uh, all the Skywolves are docked, I say with quotation marks. I mean, they're technically docked, but they're still floating in the air, waiting for their next mission. <clears throat> All right. Well, <clears throat> shouldn't be too difficult to find this cyan strain. Hmm. Kind of <laughs> look at the note again. Strain hmm. and retrieve the box. Does anyone have anything they need to do before we go? Uh, uh, oh. Fix kind of like side eyes like on and uh, strokes his crossbow. Like, no, no, we're good. 
and Lycan is currently trying to dig up the rest of the body and the ba- and that's buried in the wall just to see the face to see who it was. Someone you wouldn't recognize. I just wanted to see if it was a traitor or if or anything like that. So there was no way for you to know. I will investigate. You want to investigate? I want to. I, I want to try. If you uh, want to try to investigate, I go want ahead. to do basically the equivalent of uh, fighting five rats. To get used to the dice system. Yep. Okay, yes. then go ahead and investigate. Yeah, so let's... All right, so let's remember, describe, you chose this. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Let's just uh, explain to the uh, player, uh, the people listening, how do I roll? Simple. Everyone starts with a d10. Okay, so I have one d10 right now. You get a d10 if you have the skill. Great, I have the skill... Uh, investigate, yes, yep. I do. You, have, you get a d10 if you have believe a domain would apply to this. Is this... Uh, uh, I have order and high society. Wouldn't work in this case. Okay. Now, now the character sheet is broken up into a couple of places. Yep. There's skills and domains. Yes. And domains are ranges of knowledge, essentially. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So this and pers- influence technically, but it it's, it, could, it depends on how we play it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that now that we've done that, we've figured out that I only have investigate the skill investigate and. The uh, my natural D10. Mm-hmm. I asked Jesus, "Do we have? Do you take anything away for difficulty?" I'm going to say no in this case. Okay, so now I'm going to roll, and I want to roll high. Mm-hmm. You want to roll high. You yeah, want yeah. One of your all that matters is that you look at the highest die, uh, the dice with the highest number. Okay, so I did not combine or anything. Anybody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just going to roll. I have a nine. I have a five oh, wow. and a nine. Okay, that is a success. So the success with no. Uh, yeah, success with no stress. Uh, you do recognize this person. This is a person that you've, an agent actually, that you've worked with for a while. And with a nice, it's not a critical, but I'll give you this, with a nice, that's like, there has been rumors that he might have been ge- leaking information, but there, nothing was proven. Apparently, it was enough for the ministry. Mm. Now, for the people listening at home, mm-hmm. you mentioned that a nine out of... Uh, ah, sorry. For a, de- for a stress. What is all that? Okay, so... Uh, there's a range of success for this in this particular game. Ten, uh, ten is critical success. Nine, eight, and nine is like success. So if you succeed, nothing with style, no, but you don't get hurt. You don't get hurt. If you now, once you get start get to six or seven, that's when you start taking stress. Stress is sort of like the damage of this game. Okay, so in this case, I would have would have succeeded, but. I recognize somebody, and he was a friend of mine, so I yes. would have taken emotional You stress. would have taken emotional stress. That's what I was going to do if you had failed. Right. right. Okay. Go yes. on. And then if I had gotten a five or six, I wouldn't have been. If you, got, yeah, if you got a two or five, you would have gotten a failure, and you still would have taken stress. Right. I, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten the information I needed. And then one, I would have freaked out because it was my dad. Exactly. Great. All right. So that would have been a botch. All right. Yes. So rolling in this game is dicey, yes. for lack of a better term. Yes. I believe we. I point towards the first letter. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Anyone you know, like it looks like Nipa. Nipa's uh, must have disappointed the ministry. I look towards fix uh, 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 fix door. Is this your work? <sighs> no, sadly no. But and again, he kind of just uh, looks like an open over. It's very inspiring. It is. I'm glad that the ministry is finally taking out the trash. And I stand up and I push like the, like there's a, I push his uh, boot uh, towards sweetness. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the dog enjoys it. Sweetness looks at you, Gash, just. Go ahead, dear. We have a long trip ahead of us. And you're surprised how much a hyena can pack. But apparently. I know know hyenas. Those, they eat bones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, there is still a mess, but the body's gone. Yeah, no, the hyenas are no joke. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when you said like, I almost picked this character class because I was like, that's just that's just convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm assuming one of you cleans up the blood because you don't want to leave any evidence. But otherwise, yeah, we, we use every part of the victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, otherwise, uh, and actually, since you chose to roll instead of me forcing it upon you, oh, watch your. Okay. What weapon do you have? I have a I have a uh, dagger D three dagger D three. As you search his body, uh, you realize that you caught something that perhaps the ministry didn't actually see hidden within his the flesh of his forearm. You open it up, and you see a small stiletto dagger. And look, coating it, you realize is some sort of poison. You have a one hit of a poison dagger, but it's got the poison going to be gone by the end of it. It's concealable, like yours, but it has ongoing, it do, and it does three, D3 damage like your regular dagger, but it has ongoing D6. 
So if you hit and the person's not down next turn, they would, or whatever way I decide the next turn is, they roll another D, I, D6 to take damage. Cool. I, I slip But it's one hit. So once it's gone, it's useless. Yep. I, uh... And not only because you chose to roll this, I want to gift yeah. you with that. Thank yeah. you. Great. That's no, yeah, not a problem. I, uh, I slip it into my sleeve and I stand up and I turn back towards uh, fixed door. Does anyone want to roll to see if they see him hide the? Do you hiding the blade or are you just? Take I can't steal. I mean, I, I figure it's, that would be a roll for steal. And I yeah, yeah. I don't want to roll. Okay, for it. fair so, enough. No, I just you see me pluck something from his forearm. I look it over, then slip it into a sleeve. Yep. Fair. All right. So, I suppose you are team leader. Yes. Am I now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go through the tunnels? I do not want to go to the tunnels. Right, that means we're going then. <laughs> Question: Isn't that a, isn't that a once per session ability? Well, no, you can walk, go through the tunnels. They're going to take mind stress if they go through the tunnels. No, that's if they go into the vault. Oh. But going just going through the Vermisian tunnels itself, unless I start going weird, I figure they're just kind of like ways to sneak around the city. They At least that from from what I saw. That's, they, they are they are to the spire what air vents are for. Yeah, effectively air ducts. I mean, con- confirm, point, confirm. But from what from what I got, yeah, from what I got, uh, like it's specifically if people follow me into like uh, the, the the vault. Mm. I'm not using back door. I'm so just like we're in a, we're in a, we're while in a, we looked this uh, up, yeah. while we looked this up, tell the people what is the vault. You said it a few times, and we have no idea as the players what the, what it is. Uh, neither do I, frankly. Uh, <laughs> but as far as I can tell, the vault seems to be where uh, the Vermissian sages. Uh, store all the information that they gather, and it is a sort of weird extra-dimensional library slash storehouse slash research lab uh, that slash exists. Slash Orange Julius. Yes, slash Orange Julius. <laughs> that uh, 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 slash uh, a combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell oh, that, yes. uh, <laughs> that uh, exists. Guys, I'm getting real hungry. So yeah. Speed it up. <laughs> Uh, that exists, uh, uh, that uh, is reachable through these Vermisian tunnels that were created that, uh, unfortunately, humanity dug too deep, too far, and too weird, and uh, and thus ended up being unusable for their original uh, purpose. And what are the tunnels? What are the tunnels? They're just tunnels. Are they, they were meant to be a transportation system that the humans were originally building once, and again, they went a little bit too far, too deep, and too weird. Uh-huh. And so it's like, yeah, you want to take, a, you wanna take a, the subway from uh, Queens to the Bronx? No problem. Uh, the, the steps are uh, Queens, Blood Dimension, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the Land of Fire, Blood Dimension 2, <laughs> like, you know, Bloody Boogaloo, and then finally Bronx. <laughs> okay. So okay. it's so, like grabbing the G train. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> Right, so it doesn't explicitly say that. So this is what I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, again, this, the, is, this is mostly like a way to just I know, I know. Get so across. this is going to say like, yeah, so you can go through most places without stealthy without having to worry about like going through. Because generally, except for you, because I don't doing this because your character usually cannot be seen because you right. chose the, the, you chose the Durance that basically says exactly. like your he, he gets, he, he basically gets around through the city. Yeah. Through the tunnels. Just so what I'm going to say yeah. is as long as you're not in any imminent danger or being searched for, then you can just choose to go take through these. Yeah, if I'm being searched for, it's a whole other thing because yeah. there's nothing that, like we're going through just a hatch. Yeah, yeah. If somebody was chasing me, there's nothing stopping me from taking that same hatch. Yeah, yeah. The, the back door power is the one where it's like, yes. no, it's a okay. Just wanted to be sure. Okay. Yeah, you can't fast travel when you're in the middle of combat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I kind of roll my eyes as he brings up this passage away. I'm not a fan of this because this is actually something added to the spire. Uh, after and uh, by humans, no less, and yeah. by humans, so mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, uh, it's it's taboo. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to do anything for the magistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll we'll see about we'll we'll see just how much. And uh, but yeah, other than yeah, he just starts leading them. I mean, the, he's not going to be go out of his way to uh, mm-hmm. to take them through the weirder portions. We just oh, want to yeah. get where so we're yeah. Going. So you go into Doomer's tunnels. Uh, it's not a one hundred percent like easy spot. Like you find no. the right tunnel to go all the way up there. So there are spots where you go to different sections. You you go, go like a couple of feet and through people, and then go to another section. But eventually, you get up to mm-hmm. New Heaven. Yeah, like there's parts where yeah. like we have to go up, come out a door on one alley, cross a couple streets, and go down another door, like yeah. that, that sort of thing. And sadly, when the door opens, you realize, or you remember that it is still sun up, and New Heaven is the top is most of this part of the spot you need to be fully covered. Great. Uh, I am definitely going to be wearing some of my. Uh, I open up my satchel and I pull out a nice set of robes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are for the Northern Lights, mm-hmm. uh, the, for my old master, which is the, uh, uh, Siren of the Northern Lights. It's her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I slip on those and I slip on the mask, which 
I would have to wear in the sunlight when uh, serving the lady, so I assume that that offers some protection. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, it all offers protection. How the rest are you dressed? Heavy ass robes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much heavy ass, but also kind of filthy robes. And uh, if we have to go topside, then uh, wrap my uh, head up in a heavy leather scarf, Mm -hmm. and then I put on I put on the uh, the same. The same curious bulbous goggles that my character got when he was fighting uh, on behalf of the high elves in the Great Knoll War. Mm-hmm. So you head out. You're in a rightmost section of the New Heaven, and you start walking over there. You do pass a couple of people. You see a, other agents of Charnel there uh, disposing of a body in the most religious way possible. And every once in a while, you see an elf here surrounded by his or her guards just doing their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, other any drow in the area like turn away or try not to look at them because they don't want to be in trouble for whatever reason. Of course. And you start heading over, <laughs> and you start heading towards this area of the new heaven that is the sky docks, where you see you can see even from a distance the large looming body of the sky world, all of them attached uh, mm-hmm. like a little port bridge towards each section of that of new heaven. And you're slowly, yeah, you're slowly going to where you guys. I'm assuming you're asking around to find out where Strayan is. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And you go to, you start walking towards a section where you know one massive, a little bigger than the rest, a massive uh, sky whale. Uh, on its back is just new, what looks like a numerous uh, crates that are slowly being pushed, uh, that are slowly being pulled off by numerous dry workers in heavy clothing. Yes, I'm going to uh, move towards. I'm going to try to find find this. Uh, what's his name? Strayan. Strayan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I can just use my ability. Uh, who's in charge here? I can only do it once a, uh, once a session, but I can look at a crowd of people and know exactly who is the one leading them. Okay. So yeah. So you uh, use that ability, and you look, and you instantly know the person in charge is actually uh, one of the people hauling uh, one of the crates. It's it's everyone's heavily closed up, but the way he, his air of command, he seems uh, he seems uh, he's actually shorter than the other drow, but the other drow are definitely keeping a respectful distance from this guy, and he's just he's picking up crates, but also ordering people around. That's definitely straight. Uh, okay, so I'm going to mark my uh, that ability has been used. So yep. I'm going to put an X right next to it, yep. so I can't use it for again for a next another scene. Uh, starting out losing an ability. Nice. So what's per session or what's per situation? Uh, once per session. Okay, so next, if we ever decide to continue this game, <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever, whatever. Right, cool. So yeah, my character is approaching him. Of course, I'm still in my very yep. fine robes, wearing the old uh, my old uh, mask of the lady, mm-hmm. and I offer him a bow of my head. Mm-hmm. Can I help you? We are here to retrieve something of value for the... uh, We are here to retrieve something of value. It is a box about one torso (laughs) tall. Oh, that's that's the usual unit of measurement around here. Yeah, I I describe what I'm looking for um, as best as I can, judging by what they gave... The information they gave us in the letter. Mm -hmm. I understand it is for purchase... Sorry, give me a compel roll. You're doing persuasion. Yes, that's sorry. Compel. I should make you roll for this. So I am. Um, I am. I have my D10. Mm-hmm. I have the ability to compel. Yep. I also um, a mastery. I'm not a mastery in social roles with Afer. He's mm-hmm. a drow. Is it high society or order? Order, no. I'm going to say I'll allow high society for this one. Cool. And I am rolling. I am rolling. Uh, no, I would say maybe he would be more. Is it more commerce though? No, it'd be commerce, not high. You're right. Commerce, not high society. So not a problem. No, thank you for being fair. For being uh, honest. Oh, five, five, double fives, double fives. All right, you take stress. Uh, it's gonna be minor stress rule. Uh, give me some d sixes, please. Yeah, not a problem. Um, and I, f- I failed, and I get a stress, right? Mm? You. Fa- yeah, you failed and you get a stress. Right, yes. just want to make sure. He's like, yeah. That's divided by two because it's only D3. So you take three stress and it's going to be stress on your shadow. Uh, so I have a plus four to my shadow. What does that do? Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, when I do ever do fallout, I would negate whatever str- uh, resistance you have. So you have four. So basically, usually I would roll to see if you get any fallout. I don't have to. Cause I, okay, so I have no fallout because I've absorbed it. Yes, but you still have three stress. Okay. So next time you take three stress, then, then you would take a level – you would be up to six stress. You have four shadows, so you take a level two. two. I'd, be, I'd be rolling, and if you get a two or one, then you get fallout. All right. So is, is stress basically always the same stress? Stress is always the same stress. So, okay. So how much stress can we have until th- shit gets real? When I, if I roll below your stress, you're fucked. 
Okay. So right now you're fine. Unless if you roll a two, a one or two? On a D10, yes. Okay. And when do you make that roll? Uh, whenever you take stress. But because oh. he has resistance, in I this see. case, I don't okay. have to. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Well, and this is confusing to me, but um, what happens if I fail? You fail the stress roll. Is that when fallout happens? Hmm? Fallout happens if I roll. Right. To see if you, but there's no fallout here, so he just is like, sorry. How do I get rid of stress? Oh, there's numerous ways, actually. Um, yeah, I was wondering, like, what the hell does a refresh do? Is that for getting rid of That's stress? That's one or? way to re- remove yeah. stress, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, removing stress. There's numerous options. One way, you can lay low to remove all stress suffered, but the plot will move ahead without you. Bye. And things will occur that are outside your control. I would say in this case, it would be like you have a session without your character and anything that you left open will be be a problem later down down the road. Number two, you can act to remove stress in a particular category by narratively spending time doing something that will remove stress, borrowing money from a friend to lower silver stress. So it sounds like stress is silver stress, mind stress, blood stress, shadow sweat. Like it doesn't sound like it's just stress. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's different types of stress depending on what you're doing. All right, so so shadow, so my shadow stress, it's not just stress, it's, it's shadow, shadow stress. stress is what I mean, okay. sorry. It's three. Yeah, because you said you were some high, he's, just looking, he's looking at you weirdly. No, I just, yeah, I, yeah okay. Okay. All right, so yeah, so blood. And if you do that, you, I would remove D3, D6, or D8 stress depending on what you do to try to remove stress. Okay, cool. Uh, you can refresh by acting in accordance with your character's refresh, refresh action, outlined by your class or additional abilities. Okay. When you refresh, remove D3, D6, or D8 stress, depending on how fully and how dramatically you fulfill the requirements of your refresh action. All right, cool. Great. That's all I need to know. Great. Mm-hmm. Also, suffering fallout reduces the amount of stress your character carries as well, because right. you already suffered the fallout, so I would remove some stress, depending on if it's a minor, uh, s- moderate, or ma- severe amount of stress. Great. So a little bit like taking a consequence in Fate, where like exactly. it takes away your stress, but now you have this thing that you have to deal with for okay. a long Great. Yeah. So uh, I, I went up to him, and then I explained that... Uh, yeah. I, I mostly asked... Uh, I heard... It, I, I asked... Um, I understand this thing was for purchase, and he mm-hmm. said, no, this No, thing- sorry. He's, he looks at you, he's like, sorry, I'm not up to uh, selling this particular object. I apologize. I understand, but you, you've already secured a buyer. That's all I can really say on the subject, confidentiality and all that. Understood. Thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I go back and I uh, try to... And I- and I turn away and I walk back towards where I left these two people. I mm-hmm. didn't bring them along oh, for yeah. the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys are hiding behind like some crates, mm-hmm. some giant yeah. crates that a uh, th- that had been up uh, unloaded from a sky whale. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I believe he wasn't interested in selling. It sounds like he already has a seller at the point. At this point, he's not interested in talking. He's not interested in selling to anyone else. It looks like someone else has a. B- uh, someone else wants to buy it, or any already. Uh, it looks like someone else has already purchased it. Yeah. If I if I were to be so bold in my in my investigation, yeah. and as you're there wondering what to do next, far off on the other side, one I'm going to say the eagle-eyed uh, fix looking mm-hmm. around, always looking for danger. Oh yeah, notice the slow pace of an eye elf uh, elfier woman. She's wearing a mask that looks like uh, like made of bronze, but it looks like the face of a screaming drought uh, woman. And with an attached what looks like uh, ram horns made of jade, perhaps. And she seems to be walking with her three black guard around her. And something tells you she's marching in your direction, walking slowly, sedately in your direction, but she'll get to you soon. And she seems to be aiming directly for Strayan. Uh, yeah, so uh, f- uh, Fix kind of like uh, nudges like on and goes like, "Hey, uh, any chance uh, that's your ex? Because uh, she's going straight for your guy." I look at you as if you just pointed towards sweetness and asked <laughs> me that question, and then I look towards the woman. What all elf or look alike? <laughs> uh, do I rec- uh, can I try to recognize her? Yep, give me investigate. Investigate. High society is definitely mm-hmm. something, and so yep. and three and uh, roll mastery to high. Uh, Role mastery and social roles with Alpha. This is not a social role. That is a social role. Nope. Okay, so let's try this out. Uh, I got an eight. Nice success. Uh, you know her as. So I wrote her name down. Thank God I got a two, a three, and an eight. <laughs> uh, no, it's like oh no. No. Yep. One second. 
It is your love. I'm my love. You recognize her as Breathes in Starlight. She's an Elphir that specializes in research as much as Elphir do, does research, but research into occult matters for the Elphir. Ugh, that is not Siren of the Northern Light. You're blind if you are so confused by the two. That is Breathes in Starlight. She is a <clears throat> kind of scoff, a researcher. She reads books. <laughs> Of an educational purpose. It's below her station, really. She is so bold in her arrogance that she actually deems herself worthy to read the words herself. She doesn't have a drow read them for her, as if an elf actually needs to read for themselves. It's really kind of hot gossip along the higher tiers. You wouldn't understand. Uh, She is into the occult. At one point, the Siren of the Northern Light had made a spectacular rumor about her interest in the uh, heart being that of an erotic nature. (laughs) She sounds delightful. Is it safe to assume that she's the purchaser of this object? It seems like she is heading that way. So, yes, if she is buying, it would be for herself. Again, in such arrogance, she does the speaking. She always makes her sales. At one point, she picked up her own plate herself at a banquet. She is bold. I'll give you that. And then, seems like the perfect opportunity to do a little reconnaissance. Wouldn't you agree, Fixstar? Indeed I do. Indeed I do. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Who's sneaking over? Not me. I have no sneak. I will. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> as you guys are talking, you when you come back. I, I will am... say this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a difficulty one because it's the blazing sunlight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which uh, will remove one dice from whatever you roll. Yep. Um, yeah, I will take, as you guys look away and you look back, I am out of my rope. Not everyone has to do this. Sorry. Not everyone has to do this, but keep going. I'm out of my robes, and I am wearing uh, what I was wearing when you first saw me. It's a dirtier cloak with uh, my mask on. Now, who wants to do it? I have I have one in sneak, and since this is high society or slash order, since these are guards, would they also get something uh, to go along with I'll that? I'll give you that, yeah. Um, but David, that's what I have. I would have three dice on this roll. Do you have anything better than that? Uh, I think I can manage three dice on this one. As I am going to be sneaking, not in the shadows, but in plain sight, and begging for alms from the dock workers. Oh, wow. I'm going to roll up as my 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 religious self. Uh, my face is already obscured, and I will simply just start spanging. Do you have anything you would like to give to the goddess of Karen? Ooh, I like it. I just have a question that's curious. Mm-hmm. Is that one of your skills to hide in plain sight? Uh, nope. Oh, cool. Okay. No, okay. I was just worried because I also no, have. I, uh, that's my. No, 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 no. It's just my domain is religion and low society. Yeah. yeah. And so the. So. No, no. If, I, yeah. I just want to make sure because I have literally a citizen mass that says I roll mastery when I head among citizen blending. Yeah. And, but mastery daughter. is different from domain. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just yeah. want, no, I just no, sure. no, 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 no. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Don't worry so, about yeah, you can do that if you want. Yeah. But would that mean I also would have what? would I have mastery with my role if I blend in on plain sight? Oh yeah, I think yeah. you would have way better. If no, this, but, if but you know what? Honestly, I want David to be able to roll because okay. I've rolled the last couple. So okay. David, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just want to I want to stop Billy something. from racking up all of the <laughs> exactly. The okay. All right. Yeah, the, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Okay. So uh, yeah, so I'm gonna. Give so you're doing. Shot. So you're sneaking. Mm-hmm. So one d six. Sorry, one d ten plus one d ten because you're sneaking, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming you have the skill for. Yep. Plus, uh, I will. I'll give you religion because this is your area, and this is, the mm-hmm. new heaven is where you are, mm-hmm. and nothing that you can do for mastery. Correct. Uh, and remember, people can assist you if it makes sense. But is there any way they could assist you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to assist him since I have the ability to look like I'm part of these uh, civilians. I'm going to be wearing that mask, the civilian mask, and I'm going to be walking through the crowd, whispering to them, saying, "Oh, like kind of pointing out the Carian, a uh, Carian um, mm-hmm. monk, yep. to kind of make it more of a crowd." That takes mm, notice to him, and maybe a couple people are walking up to him to get blessings or whatever, like thus it. blending him in just a little bit more, making him look more of the scene. Okay, then you get additional D10, nice. but the difficulty is one, so you remove that D10 anyway. Okie dokie. So All you right. get three dice. So you get three dice. Oh, one of them's a D20. Yep, that's a little, that is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
That's what we in the business call cheating. <laughs> Would have Love gotten him. away with it too. Oh, sorry, buddy. Now, seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do succeed. At a cost. Mm-hmm. At a cost. Yep. Now, this isn't just a regular guy. This is Alfear you're trying to trick to try to get information. So you do succeed, mm-hmm. but you take six stress to your reputation. Ooh. As it seems very odd that this priest is coming close to uh, this area. This is not your area, usually. And people f- are taking notice. Why are you here? Are you, it's, it's Celeste, it's less, it looks less like a religious dude, and you. And it looks more like you're just trying to get some quick cash. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So that means that I get to roll a d10. Okay. It's lower. Okay. And I said it was reputation, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So I have a reputation of two for resistance. Oh, oh, right. So now it's just going to be uh, stress four. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got below still four. Got below I still got below four, four yeah. but that's better for you. Mm-hmm. Because if it was a six, you would have got a moderate fallout. Instead, this okay. is going to be a minor fallout. You end up buried in a wall. <laughs> holding of two letters. <laughs> First letter says, no, seriously, stop it with the puns. Lash out. You're pissed off. You immediately lash out the source of stress, no matter whether or not this is a sensible idea. You're trying to get your- Whoa! You're, I, what? You're trying to get your usual arms. Yeah. And you usually get respect from the people around you. But for some odd reason, no one's even looking at you. No one's giving you arms for the- because Even though you're the one that takes care of their dead, and you can hear the growl of your carrying guard pissed off at these- These scum who are not giving you the respect you deserve. Hmm. All right. Uh, guess uh, combat begins. Uh, I'm gonna go lash out. Isn't just anger. yeah. yeah. It's, not a, like- it, it it's not like it, it's. It could be just a petty words or something like that. But just, just remember, this is not physical. This is reputation. So you say something snarky. Yeah, like so somebody finally does give you alms, and you're like, "Well, thanks, bitch," you know, something like that. No, I'm gonna use growl. Okay. Yeah, you do. I'm gonna intimidate everyone around me with mastery. Okay. Um. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna say you do so. Don't okay. roll for that. But basically, like, you, there's an angry growl, and people, dock workers, are looking at you. It was like, sorry, sorry, sir. And you see the alpha glance at you for a second, but mm-hmm. continue on. You still succeeded, but mm-hmm. that happened. And like I said, it's a minor fallout. Okay. And actually, because of that, one sec, let me get the you remove. And you're just trying to get close to hear hear what they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is a minor fallout, right? So you remove three stress of your reputation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So fallouts are kind of good. Whenever you well, yeah, but whenever you right, because every time I take stress, you roll that. Yes, die. every okay. time. So you right, want right, to right. make sure you don't gain too much stress because the higher it is, the greater the fallout's going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. All right. Yep. Cool. Because and also, yeah, if you reach like level nine and you get fallout, that's stuff that could end your character. Mm-hmm. And every every single one of those, like not just blood. Like, every single one can end your character, mm-hmm. depending. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. All right. What did they say? All right. As you get close enough to hear, you start hearing the conversation between the Alfir, like the high, the high voice of the Alfir uh, woman, and the, the, the pleading voice of the strain is like, ma'am, I, I would, did not know you were interested in this object. I would have, of course, uh, had it specially for you. It's already been sold. I, I can easily tell you. It was, I'm sorry. It was uh, an individual in the... Um, and, he, and Strain is looking very, very worried. Uh, individuals uh, may have uh, sold it. Um, they seem uh, le- legit business people, and and you see, uh, you see, you don't look see the face of the Alfira woman, mm-hmm. but you could feel look at her body language, and there's a coldness there. And maybe she's a little shaken of rage. Mm-mm. And it's like, and then, see a, yep, mm-hmm. and then you see a, and you see a slight nod of the head and you see one of the black guards lash forward and and strangle start with one hand strangle strain now you say black guard is that oh, sorry the black guard is special yeah black guard is specialty guard of the of the afer okay are they afers or drow uh i believe they're drow i may be wrong i'm gonna we'll check later it's mm-hmm. fine there's either way they'll so they'll always protect her so they're kind of like uh imperial guard yes like you see them coming from a mile away exactly okay exactly. got it and then you start he- you start hearing uh, start spitting out, uh, Mister Mister Winter Red Row, Mister Winter Red Row. He he purchased it. He purchased it, ma'am. He please please. And you see the guard look at the uh, Afir. The Afir look at him. She nods her head. And you see him slowly pick him up with one hand. See the guard pick up up straight with one hand. Slowly walk to the edge. Hand over the edge. 
let go. Turned back to his mistress, and he started walking away. I'm glad that she had someone else do her killing. I was a f- pretty sure she would have done it herself, the arrogance. I mumble towards fixed door. <laughs> uh, witnessing this, taking my arms from my small bowl that I had out, and I'm just steely-eyed. <laughs> steely-eyed. You, there's a couple on. more coins than there were before. Sorry, 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 sir. Sorry, sir. Mm. What's her name? Sharon? Straight? Uh, Charno. Oh, sorry. Charno. Charno's blessings be upon you this time. And I return to my cohorts. Now, I didn't really understand Jesus. What, red, red market? What? Red Row. Red Mr. Row. Mr. Winter's Red Row. You know Red Row is in the, is in the derelict dis- district, which is in the far below, right, right above the heart, which is like the, s- which is like the like the worst part of the city, and also the next part of the next RPG coming out for Grant Howard now on Kickstarter, <laughs> but uh, at least at the start, during this recording anyway, where basically it's like it's it's basically the slums of this world of this of the spire, and Red Row is a section of that particular place, and you know, give me invest if you want to try to figure out who this person is, give me investigate role. Yeah, I come Mr. Out, Winter, yeah. Mr. Winter's uh, from Red Row part, perched just a. Now remember, you also have NPC bonds that you can also use to try to get information as well. If it makes sense, I have uh, I have investigate. I have my normal dice. Mm-hmm. Um, is this person part of the order or part it, of the? This would be crime. Got nothing there, so mm-hmm. I have two dice to roll. If you guys want a chance, at- yeah, remember yeah, NPC bonds can be used instead as well. If it makes sense, and none of NPCs are applicable here. So I have somebody. All right. There is a group of individuals that I could <clears throat> ask. They are interesting people, triplets, called Wiggy. They are ice smugglers, so I could speak with them. They usually spend some of their time in the criminality of Red Row. Yeah, I figure she would. All right. I nod my head, and uh, yeah, I guess I will uh, lead these guys off towards... Red Row, where uh, I knew a gang called the Icemen. And what they do is these people are uh, – they have contacts with people who ship in ice to the High Elves since High Elves love ice baths. Mm-hmm. And these people smuggle off small chunks of ice and purchase small chunks of ice at a uh, discount cost and bring it down to the elves uh, – to the drow below, you know, to sell to, uh, you know, to ice our drinks – to cool our food, or even uh, some uh, ha- drow uh, bathe in ice in order to kind of try to gain as much purity as the high elves do. Mm-hmm. They're looked down upon by the ministry, probably, but mm-hmm. these are ice smugglers. And ice is important because the Nor- yeah, the high elves love they they bathe because they come from the north, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they bathe in ice. It makes them more chill. Yeah, it actually does chill them out. Yeah, it totally chills them out. Yeah. Which is funny because that woman now just had no chill. She's right. yeah. She could use some ice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah. And so you go to where they are, which is relatively near the Armorine theme district is where the, most of the Elphir live. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, someplace nearby that you hopefully won't see any Elphir, but you see them. And they are actually in, yeah, in the ice place. As I told you, they, they, they are a gang working in the Red Row. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're a gang. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah, one. they are a gang of Red Row people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So you start, then you're going to start heading down to the Red Row? Yep. All right. Absolutely. So they would know the area. Red Rose, you said, is like the smuggled Smug, yeah. criminal. Criminal. Element. That's the only thing. That's the only. These are. This is a street gang. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right. No. Cool. Yeah. So you go down to the Red Row. I'm assuming you lead them down. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I lead. Uh, I lead them to uh, the uh, Spider's Web, which is a uh, club. Mm-hmm. And I don't even bother. Uh, I stop. I don't even bother stopping at the counter. I just kind of hop over it mm-hmm. and continue walking out, uh, walking into the back. And I shout over my shoulders. You can follow. Allowing you guys to know that you're allowed to come. Mm-hmm. The waitress doesn't even blink an eye. She recognizes my weird ass mm-hmm. mask. And I get to a, a large, it looks almost like a vault door, but it's a refrigerator kind of door. It's, it, as soon as you press your hands against it, it's chill. And I open it up and, um, there is an entire kind of uh, padded, uh, padded room filled with ice blocks. And in the middle, there is a table with three chairs and two of the chairs are tipped over. And then, but there is just one person standing there as if the 
two other people just vanished as soon as they heard the door open. Mm-hmm. And it is a, uh, it is a, just a drow, um, who probably is the most mundane drow you've ever seen in your entire life. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost a superpower how mundane he looks. Mm-hmm. And my character bows his head respectfully the and says, guy nods. Wiggy, I was hoping to talk to the attractive one. Hmm. Hmm. Wiggy smirks. I smirk back, and I am going to uh, wave a hand towards Gash. We have, uh, and uh, we need. We are in need of information concerning. And I look towards Gash again. Mister Winters of the Red Row, I believe. We unfortunately lack that information. So I thought that perhaps you could provide a cooler perspective. I can. Another uh, arrow goes by if an arrow, a letter on it saying, <laughs> no puns, <laughs> underlined, but I ignore it. He looks at you. Anything specific about Mr. Winters or just general information? Where we can find him and what hobbies, interests, deals that he might find himself in as recently. 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 And you see uh, Wiggy turn to his right and, go th- and walk and go through a door. Wait here for a bit, please. I nod my head, and I just kind of... I walk to one of the chairs that's tipped over, mm-hmm. adjust it, and I take a seat. And I'm not wait. I'm not like facing the... You said he left on the right? Uh, he yes. left to a door? I'm facing the left. Yep. Because that's where he'll come back from. Cool. All right, so this is going to be a street-level organization, and you're only looking for in- information about an individual. Mm-hmm. So I, you're going to roll 2d10 for this NPC, mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens. So th- oh, no matter what, it would have been 2d10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's going to be street. Yeah, because okay. you're using MPC, not your own stats. Stat. But if I fail, it hurts them. It hurts your MPC bond, yes. Nice. Yeah, you take the stress, bastard. <laughs> Eight and a three. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Thanks. They take no stress and they succeed. And from that left door comes another, uh, comes out Wiggy. Uh, same exact Wiggy from all that we can tell. Mm-hmm. And he steps before you. He's like. There is information on Mr. Winter. He is one of the three gangs that have majority of... The- He's our boss. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Get him, boys. <laughs> Get him, toys. What? I'm Mr. Winter. No, I'm Mr. Winter. No, I'm Mr. Winter. He looks at you. He goes, Mr. Winter is one. What we do know right off the bat is Mr. Winter is one of the three gang bosses that run, he says with quotation marks, the Red Row. We are a minor gang, although we are trying our best to get up there. But recently, Mr. Winter, oh, by the way, he's a tall, very built uh, drow man. How many torsos tall is he? Uh, we assume, uh, six. Ooh, very, very tall. tall. Uh, <laughs> 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 Growing boy. <laughs> yeah. But very tall drow male. And we hear that he is going to have a bit of an auction. Would you happen to know where he is having this auction? Indeed, deep in the Red Row, in a in what used to be an orphanage. But ever since we ran out of orphans, <laughs> because we have eggs, it gets very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't make a you can't make an orphanage without cracking a few eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so oh yeah, just get me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause eggs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm proud of that one. Uh, should, be, should you be? <laughs> <laughs> a duck has another arrow for yeah. That no. wasn't a pun, that was a joke. <laughs> a play on words. Yes, the auction will be held tonight. Many eyes are there to try to gain the prize. Several prizes, smaller pieces. Although there's a rumor of a major prize. Although I do not have that particular bit of information of what it may be. I could search again for you if you wish. No, I don't want to put that gorgeous face of yours in danger. Hmm. Much more relieved to see that than your brother's. (laughs) I'll make sure to tell them that. I bow my head again. We do this weird thing when we step close to each other and we grab each other by the back of the head and press our foreheads Mm -hmm. together. And it's just weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we pull away, and I'm like, I thank you for your service. Mm. And in my hand is the, he has like, he slipped a, a piece of leather that has all the written information he just gave us, like the address of the orphanage. Mm. Um, and, and also, I was hoping, what sort of 
clientele will be at this place. And we're not expecting a Afer, Elfer. We're not expecting Elfer, are we? But probably some. What I know so far is your may meets the Brotherhood of the Unlidded Eye, as well as the Sisterhood of Illumination. And those are cults. Brotherhood of Unlidded Eye. They're both a cult. Cults. Everybody's a cult. Yeah. Brotherhood of Unlidded Eye is your traditional, like, we'll kill people around us for, for information and, like, just because to pr- increase our power. And the Sisterhood of Illumination is nicer, but they only care about knowledge. And they're, they have a sort of war between each other. And they're drows. They're all drows, yes. We also hear rumors, however, that there may be an offering from the College of Undying Light. Now, you guys know that demonology is technically illegal, that no one is supposed to study it, which makes what the College of Undying Light, which makes what the Brotherhood of Unlimited Eye and the Sister of Illumination very illegal. The College of Undying Light is there. To, is basically an in, uh, institution, a, a college of sorts, which is to spread knowledge to even because the Elfer believe that everyone should have knowledge, and we want to give it to the drow and make sure they follow the proper path. The truth is, for the College of Undying Light, most drow know this, it's a front. It is a secret Alfir demonology research center. So even though they make it legal for everyone else, they still use it on themselves when if if they think they can do it safely. Right, so we're basically the... And if it goes wrong, it's like, ah, oh, that... Damn drow, we can't be trusted with exactly. knowledge. Well, he ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Bring in another one. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Interesting. So there are Alpha who are interested in this. Of course. As are. well as other occult members. Thank you, Wiggy. You've been so helpful. Always. And uh, we are going to walk out. As soon as I close the door, I hear... Uh, just before the door closes, I hear footprints, uh, footsteps of two other people entering the room and the sliding of the chairs being fixed, mm-hmm. and maybe a mumble about uh, continuing the card game. Mm. And I just close the door and lock it up. Mm. Goldfish. All right. I got our information. Now it's your turn to prove your worth. Right. Well, so now we need to get to this auction. Maybe grab what's being auctioned before. It's possible. I mean, most likely. Uh, that's a little bit more difficult. Very unlikely they're going to be storing it right at the orphanage, but... But they will need it for the bidding process. So during the bids. And there will be two, shall we say, antagonistic groups in the same vicinity. Ah. All we need to do is light a match. Mm. And then let them all be illuminated. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Dave from Fandible. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to hear more, go on over to Fandible.com and listen to any one of our many podcasts. I'm sure we've got some sort of genre that we've recorded that will absolutely tickle your fancy. If you're interested in following us on Twitter, we're at Fandible. Same thing with Facebook. And if you want to throw some shillings our way, then take a look at the Fandible Patreon. With the money, we keep this crazy train going by paying for equipment, going to conventions so we can meet you lovely, lovely people, and for paying Johnny Law off so they stay off our backs. Thank you very much for listening, and some something clever. Something clever. Nothing? No one wants to... I'm literally looking at four of my closest friends, and no one's... Thank you! Thank <laughs> you.